Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Creams and serums are made of 70% water, 15% preservatives and emulsifiers, leaving only around 15% for the active ingredients that your skin needs. But luckily now, there's fiber skincare. 15 years ago, the scientists behind fiber skincare started working on nanofibers, which are 500 times smaller than human hair. You know, I, I saw that in um, Three Brody Problem. Mm. One year ago, they patented a way of wrapping the nanofiber around oil or liquid-based ingredients. This means they can deliver five times the active ingredients compared to creams or serums, as there is no need for water, preservatives, or emulsifiers. The first formulation made with this technology is plant-based, anti-wrinkle. Uh, it's a set of patches that you use over a series of seven days. You just put these on whenever you would apply your serums and your skin is gonna feel tighter in 10 seconds. And over the seven day oh. program, it has been clinically proven to reduce wrinkles by, get this, 19.4%, a very precise percentage. In fact, mm. They have a tighter skin guarantee. If your skin isn't tighter in seven days, they're going to give you your money back. No questions asked. You get the tighter skin guarantee with this seven-day routine. Tighter skin or your money back. Get a 15% discount code by using the discount code GAME. That's Fiber skincare. Have you ever experienced a dry, itchy scalp or ever wondered why your color isn't lasting as long as your hairdresser promised? Well, unfiltered, mineral-filled water could be the reason why. Did you know hard water is a leading cause of damaged hair and dry, irritated skin? And that about 85% of the United States uses hard water filled with dissolved minerals and added chlorine. That's where Canopy's new filtered showerhead comes in. Known for their beauty hacks and reimagined humidifier, Canopy is dermatologist-recommended this unique three-stage filtration system greatly reduces contaminants and odors in your shower water. Best of all, the Canopy filtered showerhead is hassle-free, installation's a breeze, and its unique quick-release filter replacement feature allows for seamless filter replacement. Go to canopy.co to save $25 on your Canopy filtered showerhead purchase today with Canopy's hassle-free filter subscription. Even better, Gore listeners can use our code ROSES at checkout to save an additional 10% off your Canopy purchase. Hurry, your hair and skin will thank you. It's the Game of Roses. Welcome to the Game of Roses. This is the Game of Roses. Welcome to the Game of Roses. Welcome to Game of Roses. This is Pace Case. This is Bachelor Clues, and I've never been happier to be alive. We're in the greatest <laughs> okay. era of reality television of all time. There is no question. You're going to find out some things today. Okay, I thought maybe the aliens had ascended or something. Not yet, but let's just say <laughs> I've been working on making contact. Now... <laughs> <laughs> great. great keep up the good work <laughs> i will thank you what i wanted to discuss and you'll hear about this today in this week is in bachelor nation we have a bunch of different news items to cover a bunch of parasocial plays but what you're going to hear in today's program 
is nothing short of irrefutable evidence that we are now in the greatest era of reality television that has ever existed for humankind. Oh, agreed. Uh, the numbers don't lie, as they say, and we're going to get to some very important numbers. Numbers about don't lie. Hips. Numbers, hips, eyes don't lie. Eyes don't lie. The grazie gays. I don't know. I'm just throwing one in. But we welcome you to This Week in Bachelor Nation, and we want to drop a little bit of a teaser for something that's going to be happening very soon. We are hard at work on a brand new shirt that is going to have a beautiful image designed by none other than Ella Tolkien, uh, celebration of this year, 2020 mm-hmm. Gore. So get ready for that. Hopefully we'll have that uh, out and available a couple of weeks, month maybe. Time will tell. Time, Time will, will tell. tell. It's it's incoming real shortly, and I'm so happy that we have another project by our uh, pit artist of note, Ella yeah. Tolkien. I do too. Love all of her stuff. It's gonna rep- it's gonna really this image is really gonna represent our feelings about what right now. Yeah, I mean, this era. I I felt like we we did come out of a long darkness in our beloved game, but Jesus Christ, I never imagined what is happening right now could actually be happening. Mm-hmm. I couldn't be more excited. The Bachelor is back, baby. Bachelor is back. Traitors is back. It never left. Mission accomplished. By the way, this episode we're recording it on Thursday. So my enthusiasm partly is because tonight a new episode of Traders is going to drop on uh, Peacock, and I will be covering it in Clues Corner. By the time you hear this podcast, that will be available on our Patreon, Game of Roses, patreon.com slash Game of Roses. But what time Clues are you going to drop it tonight? Uh, as soon, I think it comes out at midnight, um, so I will watch it when it comes out and have it out right after that. Okay. First thing tomorrow morning, I'm watching that corner. <laughs> Yeah, stay up till three and watch it. Oh, I finally dropped uh, <laughs> Vanderpump season one finale. On oh, the nice. Palapa, if anyone I'll have to interested. check that out too. And I'm going to start the new season now. So, oh, can't wait. A lot of stuff popping off on the Game of Roses Patreon. But now, Pace Case, let's do what we came here to do and begin this week in Bachelor Nation as we always do with Game, game of, of Roses. Roses. State of the game. Okay, we're coming off uh, the third episode here of Joey Grazzi Day's Bachelor Season 28. We're going to get to the ratings. Rest assured, we're going to get to the ratings. <laughs> but we wanted to talk about something else. What has happened in this kind of couple days following the airing of that episode? There is major drama about Sydney and Maria, and uh, people are villainizing Sydney. And it's getting to the point where she's getting... And her associates. <laughs> and her associates, yes. And and people are choosing sides and, and coming to defense and all of this. Ashley Iaconetti has come out and basically stated, you know, uh, not that she's on Team Sydney necessarily, but that she did coach her. She was instrumental in getting Sydney on the show and, mm-hmm. you know, says, please, you know, have some, uh, some respect for her, et cetera, et cetera. Jill Chin was also in that post with Iaconetti. I mean, Ashley's... Uh, her... Her Instagram story was a photo of them, and it said, you don't know why someone made a move that they made. Exactly. And that is what we have to remember here. It seems to me like we haven't seen this level of uh, kind of heated debate, shall we say, about (laughs) uh, a player's moves in the game and uh, like moralistic judgments on who they are as Mm -hmm. a person. We haven't seen this 
in a little while. It kind of reminds me of Anna Redman uh, on season 25, mm. the entertaining men for money scandal. I'm sure we all remember. And it turned out that Anna Redman was mimicking a producer. She was doing an impersonation of a producer to another player. Then they cut that out of context to make it look like she was saying it in that weird way and mm -hmm. making it look like she was kind of being mean to... Uh, or like when they made it look like uh, Claire Crawley was talking to a rat fan. <laughs> yes. So we just wanted to take this state of the game to remind everybody out there who might be feeling some mm -hmm. type of way about this, that this is all a game. These are just plays. Feeling a moral feeling about anyone on the show, really. Yes. Just you'll be much better off if you don't. And if you try to remember that this is a TV show a highly edited TV show and the producers have narratives for certain players that they want to see go far or not mm -hmm. or whatever the case may be. They want to see that Sprinkles hometown as do we all. Yeah. I mean, yeah, we better go into the fucking Sprinkles factory. I think we have to. They, we better go in the Sprinkles factory if they are, you know, targeting Sydney for this. <laughs> but we've already seen in the promo that they're building this into a rivalry between Sydney and Maria that will culminate on this two-on-one date that's going to either be in the first or second episode next week. So please just take it with a grain of salt. Everything that you're seeing in the show, everything that you're hearing, mm -hmm. even on social media and stuff, it's all meant to convey some kind of narrative. And I would wager that we are not seeing much of what is actually happening between Sydney and Maria as they were shooting in the show. That's all edited to position one person as a villain and one person as a victim. They're shooting 24 hours a day. We're seeing 45 seconds of this fight. I, you know, we'll get to it in parasocial plays, but literally this was the best week of parasocial plays we have had in so long. I can't, all the rookies are on fire. Mm. Um, but one of them, little spoiler, is Leah doing the Clayton Gaucho pants dance? And I accidentally scrolled to the comments, mm -hmm. and that was a mistake. People were coming at her for aligning with Sydney, saying all this stuff. Right. Um, and she even commented back on one of them, I think, like, you're only seeing a few seconds of footage of, of our lives. Like, that cannot be overstated. Yeah. Please don't leave me in comments for anyone. This is not real. None of what you're watching is real. Yes, people can sometimes get married out of this show or become good friends or whatever. The relationships that you make in that situation can have lasting impact on your life. But the presentation mm -hmm. of it is a television show. It is cut to look a certain way. So even, and I'm not saying like, I'm not taking a side in this at all. I don't know if Sydney's yeah. uh, attitude is actually that no or idea. not. We have no idea. We only know what's being presented to us. And what is be and we also don't know why she was making the moves, like Ashley Iaconetti said. And to say making the moves is the correct terminology because it's a game. She's making mm -hmm. moves on a chessboard here. And we don't know if if producers came to Sydney and they were like, Look, <laughs> we need somebody to like drum this up. Everybody's getting along too good. Will you go in? Will you be the hatchet man? Will you try to take Maria out for us? And maybe they promise her paradise or something. I have no idea. The presentation of it was <laughs> Exactly. The presentation of it was so like, like confusing to us. We both talked about it and I was laying awake at night last night thinking about it. And I was like, I was like, what if they told her like, you're going to be the next bachelorette? What if they're like, 
I wonder how many people they say that to. Yeah, I mean, there there are from time to time players like this that seem like they like this is your Katie Thurston moment. You're doing the general tattle that everyone's gonna love. I'll say this. I'll say this simply. If you may. The producers do a very good job, if I may. The producers do a very good job in the early season of interviewing all these players. This is in the the days leading into night one and the days immediately after night one when they're all in the house together and you're kind of starting to see relationships developing. Who's becoming friends with who? Who doesn't like who? They literally have documents where they are charting out which players have like a bone to pick with it with other players or uh, players that just rub some players the wrong way. Then they exacerbate those relationships to try mm-hmm. and get villainy and victimization out of it. I can yes. guarantee that's what's happened here. I mean, I can't guarantee it, but that's my 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 best guess is is that. And I think I'm 100 percent accurate. <laughs> like from my point of view, from the mansion's toilet, <laughs> this is what I saw. <laughs> I wallpaper myself into a wall. There's just like a human shape in the fucking wallpaper with two eyes looking around. There was one other TikTok Jess Edwards posted, which was about people making fun of her and how every Bachelor contestant opens up. And it was just like the image of her playing her PTC. Mm-hmm. And she also says in this video, like, you don't know. We are ha- we are real people. We're having real feelings. Yeah. And, and, and she extrapolates on the PTC mm-hmm. and how it ruined her life for a yeah. period. I mean, I, I hear what they're saying about real people, but they are, they are also public figures. And with that does come this side of things. I get that. But like, try to view it as pro wrestling a little bit. You know what I mean? What? Are you playing Seleucian Protocol? Um, I'm not playing Seleucian Protocol here, but I am saying when you go on a TV show and your goal, <laughs> at least in part, is to become famous, whatever that, yeah. whatever form that takes, Instagram, TikTok, l- like being on more the TV internet. shows. Exactly. Uh, you do know that this is a possibility. Um, everybody, I think, does think it's not going to happen to them. In many mm-hmm. cases, it's like even after you come out of the show out of shooting. Because they believe the edits probably. You know, they're like, oh, that probably was a bad person. Maybe they believe the edits or maybe they just think like, especially like I, I always think back to Olivia Caridi in uh, her season where it was in season 20 that was like, she came out of that show, out of the shooting experience, I think, thinking, oh, that was pretty good. Like, yeah, I went home a little yeah. early, but like, right. this will be fun to watch on TV. And then they cut her into this horrible monster. And she's like, what the fuck? So I think you don't even while you're in the process, know exactly how this footage could be used in a bad way against you. Yeah, the body shaming. All of that, yeah. I mean, I'm thinking Maria this week saying that she didn't expect her second audience game to be this different. Yes. You know, so it's like people have different expectations about how it's going to go. Yeah. The second audience game, I think, is the hardest game to play aside from third audience. Third audience is the toughest. Like, period. It's the Mm -hmm. toughest. There's no getting around that. First audience game is like, it's just a, a coin flip. It's like, does the lead like you or not? That's it. Yeah. You, there's not much you can do about that if the answer is no. Then you're relying completely on your third audience game to be like, keep me around as long as, as possible. And that can mean any variety of things. Yeah. I'm going to keep presenting you spaghetti <laughs> on every group. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that can mean anything. I mean, le- legit. Think back to um, Meatball. Do you remember Meatball? That's what I'm talking about. Yeah. That's what he was. He took on as his role. He's dumping tomato sauce on his own mm-hmm. fucking head, and it's like he's not coming up with those ideas, 
Or if he is, he's like, look, what if I did this to stay on the show? Mm -hmm. He's doing anything he can to get another second of screen time. And so you have a position or a a player like um, Sydney here who maybe very early on knows Mm -hmm. he's not into me. I have one chance to stick in the show and it's basically to do whatever the producers want. And so she's potentially doing this. This this is, I don't know that for sure. I'm just saying it's possible Mm -hmm. for sure. Other players have been in that situation and done things crazier. As I said, Meatball dumping a fucking whole vat of tomato sauce on himself on live television at the mental was, I mean... (laughs) That's really going a long way to try and get your screen time, you know? I'm never going to forget it. It was worth it. I think in general, we don't know what other people's lives are. We only see anyone in our real life only for a slice as well, you know, as I was talking about anatomy of a fall. Um, And so I think in general, it's best. I try to just be like, what if it's the most positive reasoning is behind this? Yeah. Most empathetic. Or even if it's not. It's a TV show. What the players do in the course of the game, is it literally simply is not who they are. They are playing a game. It's like uh, if you you know watch baseball and some pitcher strikes out like everybody on the other team. Well, he's a real asshole to that team, isn't he? But he's just playing the game. You know what I mean? <laughs> well, I think it's like what people struggle with, like on Traders, is like, when people are accused of being a liar, they take it personally and they cry, even though it's quote unquote a game. Exactly. And speaking of traitors, I think that's a very good example of some. I've, I'm like so deep in the fucking traitors pit now. You have no idea. I'm listening I to all know, the podcasts. I'm reading everything about it. But uh, oh, bud. <laughs> in a lot of these podcasts, uh, specifically the one that Johnny Bananas does, Death Taxes and Bananas, he he has people on his show every week from traders and they talk about game theory and all this stuff. And he's had uh Bergy was, was most recently on and mm. Bergy was basically just like spilling. I mean, I don't know what their contract says, but if he was on bachelor for sure, contract violations talking about the production itself and the things that they cut hmm. out of the show. And you're like, wait, what? Cause the show I'm watching is not what he's describing. And you really see how deft the producers are and the editors are at creating this amazing product out of like what the reality was is not as amazing as the show. Mm-hmm. And that is what's happening in Bachelor 2. I don't want to hear that. I want to hear that it is a perfect game mm. and that they sequester every single person from every single person so they can't keep track of mm. who's filming, that kind of thing. That doesn't happen, uh, or at least it, it didn't in season two. Who knows what will in season three? But it needs to. I want it to. Well, I think that they'll learn. I mean, they're only in the second yeah. season of the American version of this, and I believe the UK version only has four or five seasons. They're still in the very early days of this show. Mm-hmm. I think by the time it's in season 10, you're going to see it hitting its stride. The production practices will be perfected, and and I think the game will be stronger yeah. because of it. I want the pure game. I do too, but you can't have it. I mean, the pure game is... They're actually living in the castle 24-7. You know what I mean? But that ain't what they do. They drive them to a hotel every night. And then players who are smart look and see like, well, who's not with us in the group that's going to the hotel now? Well, they must be still shooting something, you know, (laughs) and stuff like that. That's what I mean. (laughs) That's what I mean. That should never happen. I agree. That shouldn't be possible. But it is. And that's 
uh, again, an example of, of simply saying mm-hmm. that what happens during shooting is literally never what you see in the final edit. Therefore, mm-hmm. you can't make any judgment on any of these people because we don't actually know what happened. Like, we don't know 99% of what happened. That's every season. Yeah. Simply because they can't reduce, uh, you know, 24-hour footage of people down to an hour and a half of content per week and let us see any real glimpse of it. Their new motto, we are the 99%. (laughs) The 99% is on the cutting room floor. It's in a, it's on hard drive somewhere in a Warner Brothers Mm -hmm. vault. It's in, it's in Fleiss's ring room. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) He's just, he's got like 50 (laughs) broken engagement rings and then just fucking giant hard drives. A bunch of of projectors just playing constantly. Unblurred Blake Moyne's penis footage. I mean, this is, you know, I think The Bachelor is definitely seen as a more 4TRR game than Traders, but it's part of why people underestimated Popeye is because the game naturally lends itself to this because if you are a lead you have to convince the whole world that you are interested in all these people when you're probably only interested in a couple. Yeah, exactly. Um, But anyway, we just wanted to kind of take the state of the game to gently remind everybody that Sydney is probably a perfectly fine person, not a bad person at all, and is simply playing a game here. And we get to see very little of what that actual gameplay is. We're seeing an edit that is designed to make you feel a certain type of way about her, about Maria. <laughs> Keep you up at night. <laughs> exactly. Wondering why yes. she was saying those things. <laughs> and and as always, we always say this on the show, but it bears repeating again. If you feel like you need to send a mean DM to somebody, uh, just don't do it. Don't do it. Give it a couple yeah, of days. Sit on it. You can write it down in your yeah. diary. You can even type it. Make, it. make a draft of it. Just don't send it. Make a draft of it. Read yeah. it the next day. And then do that about three or four more times. And and then if you still really want to send it, don't send it. (laughs) (laughs) That's my best advice. (laughs) I agree. (laughs) Okay. No, there's something like, I don't know, 5% or 3% of the internet is trolls, but they are the loudest ones. And it can... uh, we can only we can only do our best to lower the temps. That we are living through, like I said, the greatest era of reality TV that's ever existed. We are in a renaissance of Bachelor. Mm-hmm. Praise be Dark Lord Palmer. Enjoy this shit. Savor it. Praise be Dark Lord coming. When these dramas pop off, don't get caught into the the personal elements of it. Just enjoy it for the gameplay that it is, for the beautiful presentation <laughs> that we are being given this year, and. Uh, Look forward to the next episode. That's my best advice. Beautiful. If I can give any advice on on this season. This has been Ask Clues. <laughs> Ask Clues. Ask Clues. Should I send a mean DM to someone I don't know? Huh. Um, all right. That wraps up our state of the game. Let's move on mm. now to talking about <laughs> some of those beautiful games that we're seeing in the ratings mm. and on uh, all social media platforms. This is... This Week in... Games. All right. How do I even start this? How do I even begin? Something historic has happened. I have gone back as far as I could go back in uh, what is available online that I could find anyway, all the way back to Bachelor Season 17. What is happening now 
in Grazia Day's Bachelor 28 has never happened, at least back to season 17. And I don't, I couldn't find the ratings for prior to that. I'm going to keep looking to see if this has ever happened in the history of Bachelor, mm. but at least all the way back to Goldini and Goldini himself is a, is a part of this. He wasn't even able to do what Grazia Day has done, which is for I, for I believe maybe the first time ever, certainly the first time since season 17, The Bachelor has gained ratings in the first three weeks. Week one was a 0.53. Week two, 0.55. Week three, 0.58. It is up 5% from last week. He is continuing to gain rating. Again, we've never seen this, at least all the way back to season 17. There's a dip. It would be like night one had a good rating. Yeah, usually it's like night one, everyone turns out, and then not that many people stick around. Somewhere in the first three episodes of all those prior seasons, there was a dip in ratings. They would come back up Mm. toward the end of the season. Usually the season finale is the biggest rating of the season. That kind of held true for all these uh, seasons. But no one has ever had a steady increase in the first three episodes. So we're at a 0.58. What What are we comparing this to? What else is on there? That sounds really bad for, you know, 2017 ratings. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, sorry. A point, yeah, a point five eight in 2016 is immediate cancellation. <laughs> However, in 2024, as we are living through the death of network television, uh, it is a staggering success. The next closest competitor was NBC's AGT Fantasy League with a point three one, followed by The Neighborhood on CBS with a point three, followed by America's Most Wanted on Fox with a point two two. I simply think that ABC, Warner Brothers, NZK has to be looking at these numbers and saying whatever we are doing in Grazia Day's season is working. Continue doing this. So I will say... Double the gays play. Yeah, double the gays play. And also, everyone now needs to listen to Game of Roses and do what they're saying when they issue an episode called How to Save the Bachelor. I think now uh, that's starting to happen. Let's go. I mean, look, I'm not putting it all on us, but... great self-acknowledgement. Has to be done. I'm sorry. Has to be done. I'm not saying that this is, you know, all because of us, but like, they're doing a lot of shit we said to do in that episode. That is true. (laughs) I mean, they are objectively good ideas. So maybe if you're switching out the production teams, that can happen. But but it's still the same people show running. It has been wonderful to see. And it has felt like, you know, Opto 2023, we manifested it. Yeah, I agree. In 2020 Gore, look what is happening now. 2020 Gore, I, I can't even handle. It's pretty happening. fucking wild. <laughs> it's pretty wild. We interviewed Caitlin Bristow. Yeah, we saved The Bachelor. We created Traitors. We saved The Bachelor. We created traitors. Wow. <laughs> we did not create traitors, but uh, I, I still consider somehow traitors is part of 2020 Gore. We created another historic Real Housewives of Salt Lake City finale. That's true. We didn't do Good any of that, us. but I do think that we have had some impact on The Bachelor. Absolutely. They're, that's unquestionable. Well, it's 100% guaranteed. DLPs in the document, 4TRRs in the document. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, But let's move on now to our Instagram gains for this week. Our crown, Joey Grazia Day, doing this historic ratings run, gained 47K for a total of 341K Instagram followers, and he gained 2.9K for a total of 28.1K on TikTok. I'm telling you, the man's going to hit a million. What on earth? 
I a million is just we haven't seen that in a minute. It's hard to believe. But this trajectory tells me 800K, 50K mm-hmm. a week, 50K a week, and then 100, 200. You, what, you think the ratings are going to go up again? No, because it's going to start shooting up. <gasps> there's there's something bubbling here. Something's bubbling. Because now they got that two-on-one coming. People, Sydney is trending on Twitter. Like, yeah, it's bubbling. They're doing this season right. It's getting yeah, back in the, yeah, the right. zeitgeist. You're right. People care about the show again. I think you're getting so many people tuned into Golden who haven't watched The Bachelor in a long time. And they were like, oh, shit, this is it, it was fantastic. I loved it. Then they're like, maybe I'll give this Joey Grazia day season a try. Immediately, Grazia season is fantastic. Imme- Night one was fantastic. And now they're backing it up. Episode two, fantastic. Episode three, fantastic. I don't think we're going to get a bad episode this season. And so the people who are coming back to it, giving it a try again, are fucking hooked again. It's putting that mm. that thing right back in the vein of like classic Bachelor when you loved the fucking show. It feels like that again to me. <laughs> to me. No, it does to me as well. I'm yeah. having all sorts of people in my life reach out to me who are never Bachelor people. It definitely feels that way. Yeah. the I mean, the ratings are definitely showing that. I just don't know that the Instagram... I don't know if the Instagram potential is there still. Maybe it's not. Maybe we all have a little bit of social media fatigue. I've, I've read a lot of articles about that currently, and TikTok obviously has gobbled up Instagram. But but do I think Joey could get a million TikTok followers? Absolutely. And now for the top five Instagram gains. Daisy Kent in first place. She gained 70,000 Instagram followers this week for a total of 222K. I mean, this is a historic gain. Uh, it absolutely is. I saw Bachelor Data did a post about this gain, and she's the fastest player to hit 200K since since Popeye. Popeye season, Madison Pruitt and Hannah Ann Sluss, two just heavyweight all-stars. Hmm. She's the first person wow. to do it since then. This is, I'm telling you, it's a return. There's something Popeye-ish about this season, too. Yeah, there is a little bit. The, it's the professional players for me. It's the professional players. I mean, it's the so genuine, so real. The Instagram prowess. Yeah. yeah. But it's also like, this is the first season to me that finally feels like the bubble seasons and their effect on the game are gone. It's dissipated. We're out of that era now. It feels like that to me. Charity Lawson still had like a little tinge of it. But her season was great. Her season was the the one that turned the corner. And now we're mm-hmm. fully going down the road on a new path. Mm-hmm. I love it. I fucking love it. Up in second place is <laughs> Maria Georges Gorgas. Gorgas. We still don't know how to say her last name. But she gained 42K. And now she's sitting at 78.5K. I guess she's winning that rivalry. Third place, Jen Tran gained 8.2K for a total of 16.4K. Fourth place, Lexi Young gained 3.1K for a total of 11.7K. And rounding out that top five is Allison Hollinger, the sister, who gained 2.4K for a total of 8.7K. And so here's how that top five Instagram chart lays out. Daisy Kent on top with 222K. 
friend of Vin Diesel, Maria Gorgas in second with 78.5K. Jen Trans in third with 16.4K. Fib recipient Leah Kayanan, fourth place, 14.3K. And in fifth place is Edwina Dorber with 13.1K. Top five TikTok chart looks a little similar. Number one, Daisy Kent, 165.2K. Second place, Kira Brush with 119.3K. Third place, Star Skyler, 75.5K. Edwina Dorbers in fourth with 62.5K. And fifth place is Jen Tran, 28.6K. Very curious to see where this all goes. I gotta say, I love seeing these TikTok numbers. I do too. I mean, so far, nobody is approaching um, Victoria Jameson from Shawcross's season. Mm. She had almost a million. million. She was at 900 and something on TikTok. I don't know if we're going to see something like that happening this season. If we do, I think Daisy Kent has has a chance. I think Daisy can do it. Yeah, I feel like she's going to explode out of this season, mm-hmm. uh, as she's already doing. She's already exploding. 70,000 Instagram followers. That's just like unheard of. Absolutely. Game of Roses is sponsored by BetterHelp. Clues. Uh, we all carry around different stressors, big and small. And if you keep them all bottled up, it can affect you negatively. Therapy is a great place to get things off your chest and figure out how to work through whatever is weighing you down. You might be taking care of your physical body, but are you taking care of that beautiful mind, Clues? Yes. I have benefited from therapy greatly in the past. Uh, It has helped me get through stressful experiences, manage boundaries, learn coping skills. You know, the the whole premise of life is is kind of a, a, it's a lot to undertake. And therapy can help with that. Well, if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online. It's designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. All you have to do to get started is fill out a brief questionnaire. Then you get matched with a licensed therapist and you can switch therapists literally at any time for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Game of Roses today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Game of Roses. Clues, it is springtime. It is the off season. It mm. is gore girl summer. The weather's getting warmer. Thank Dark Lord Palmer. And it's time to say goodbye to jackets and sweaters and cowls and hello to shorts and tees. I wanted to update my wardrobe for the long haul, get those staple pieces, and I found quince. Now I have a lineup of timeless pieces keeping me looking effortlessly chic year after year. I got the cotton modal scoop neck tee. It is so cute. It is literally the first thing I reach for in my dresser when all my clothes are washed. You know those special items. If you are not like Clues, who only wears one outfit. I'm Quince head to toe at this point. I'm a Quince boy. (gasps) I'm a source boy, Quince boy. You got no idea. I'm wearing Quince t-shirts, Quince pants, Quince long sleeve t-shirts, Quince pants, Quince sweaters, Quince pants. I'm Quinced. (laughs) Just call me Quinced. King Quinces, they call me. I love Quince. Okay, Quince. Uh, Get warm weather ready with Quince. Be a Quince King yourself or Quince Queen. Go to Quince.com slash roses for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q U I 
quince.com slash roses to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash roses. Clues. Mm -hmm. I've been on a mission. I'm trying to find the perfect t-shirt. Yeah. Um, Because it's spring. I'm ready to get out there. I'm ready to peacock. Luckily, the perfect t-shirt does exist. And you can find it at Skims. From cropped silhouettes to long sleeve layering tees, there's a style for everyone. You guys know how excited I was that Skims became one of our sponsors for this podcast. They have great basics and foundations. I got the boyfriend t-shirt in onyx. That's kind of a dark black color. And the cotton jersey long sleeve t-shirt in kyanite, which is kind of like a blue green. And they are both so comfortable. It's basically like you are wearing nothing. Great for free spirit types. Well, for all the free spirits out there right now, you can shop the Skims t-shirt shop at skims.com. Now available in sizes XXS through 4X. If you haven't yet, be sure to let them know we sent you. After you place your order, select podcasts in the survey and select our show in the drop-down menu that follows. Again, that's Skims. Now, speaking of things we haven't heard yet, our next segment. This is... Bachelor Nation News. Up first in Bachelor Nation News, rejoice! A child is born. This week, the great one and his wife, Natalie Joy, took to Instagram to announce the birth of their daughter, River Rose Vial, who came into our dying world on February 2nd. The Instagram posts include shots of River sleeping, a shot of the great one holding his new progeny, and a photo of both the great one and Joy holding River's hands. The caption reads, River Rose Vial, a white heart emoji, 2 2 2 2 Two dash two dash two zero two four, named after Natalie's great grandmother and niece. Dot dot dot. The best part of life starts now. Swan emoji, dove emoji, cloud emoji, pink heart emoji. As of yet, the great one and joy have refrained from tagging River Rose in any social media. And a brief investigation into the River Rose Vial Instagram handle revealed an account does exist with that name, but it's private and has zero posts, zero followers, and is following zero other accounts. We don't know if this is a placeholder for River Rose set up by your parents or someone else with the same name, perhaps. Either way. You were right to not request. I'm still, I'm left unrequested. You're just sitting there twisting in limbo. Either way, we are anxiously awaiting the new power child's first posts. Congrats to the great one and Joy on this outstanding achievement. Congrats to you, Clues. I feel like this is a big day for you, too. Couldn't be happier for the great one uh, and his new family. It's like your fatherhood. I mean, we're sitting at this moment right now in reality television where a lot of, of stuff is happening. Third wave is really just getting off the ground. When River Rose is, let's say, in her early 20s, we're talking 20 plus years from now. If I am still here, trapped in this mortal coil, I will be very (laughs) curious to know what the reality TV landscape is like and what River Rose will play. What game will she play? Because there's no way on this planet that that child. She ain't doing Bachelor? Yeah, maybe. 
Who knows? Her middle name is Rose. She's destined. Yeah, could be. Could be. We're going to have to wait a long time. Like I said, I may or may not be here. But uh, whatever the case. <laughs> wait. Yeah. Don't say that. I mean, I'm you just may. talking about stats. She's talking about odds. I like to look at the hard truths of things. At any rate, I'm simply saying I'm very curious to see where she winds up because I think there's a 0.0% chance she's not somehow, some way involved in whatever reality TV is 20 plus years from now. Completely agree. It's hard to see her doing any career other than influencer. I agree. But we'll see. Time will tell. Uh, congrats. I am excited for this new era of uh, a father, Father Vial. Yeah, it's going to be interesting to see. Up next in Bachelor Nation news, some news that we all knew was coming. The Traders has been renewed for a third season. Yes, yes, yes. Fresh off an Emmy win for outstanding casting for a reality program and the new recent news that it's the number one non-scripted show across all streaming platforms. A series renewal was all but a foregone conclusion, but we are happy to report that it's official, which is good news for Clues personally, because he's hard at work training players. <laughs> yeah, that would have really sucked if I'm spending all this time training and then it's like, oh no, the show's canceled. What? Uh, but no, obviously we knew this was happening. Couldn't be happier. And I'm I'm very excited. And it's a skill set that can transfer. Because do we have the Netflix one in here? No, but uh, we should mention that. It was also announced this week that Netflix is currently developing a traders-like show. Per our prediction that every streamer yes, is yes. going to have a traders-type show, Netflix is now trying to get theirs out uh, in time to compete here. And I think... I don't know if this is true or not. I don't know if this is going to happen or not, but I think I'm going to be able to have a high level impact on basically all these games almost immediately. <laughs> I want you to play so badly. I want you to nuclear fool traders. <laughs> if I went into one of these games, it would mean that I would be gone from all of my work for at least a couple of weeks, if not month or two. Mm -hmm. I simply don't think I can do that. I'll just do a clues impression. Okay. Sounds good. Up next in Bachelor Nation news, some asking news. The Golden Bachelor superstars April Kirkwood, Susan Knowles, Kathy Swartz, and Nancy Holkauer hosted a Mrs. Wright pageant group date on this week's big game. But more recently, Kirkwood was noticeably absent from an asking trip to St. Martin. April took to Instagram in January to caption a post as follows. For all the folks from Texas and PA that are daunting me, about why I am not going to St. Martin, although it is none of your business and there are only three people who knew I canceled, but karma never sleeps. She included reasons for <laughs> why she wasn't on the trip, writing, one, I have a job and I can't keep taking <laughs> off. Two, my roof had a major leak and I had to pay $4,500 so I can't afford to go. Three, my dogs are freaking out. Four, my son's birthday is this week and he doesn't need to see me on a beach at this time in our relationship. <laughs> Five, I have to go to New York to see my granddaughter and celebrate her third birthday in three weeks, so I will be off then. Six, I'm an adult, and I have to make decisions that are best for my first love, not partying, but my kids and keeping my house. Oh, my gosh. This, uh, I don't think you're uh, up to date on Beverly Hills Housewives, but this very much reminds me yeah. of one of the Erica Jane's uh, story 
Tom's house was broken into and he confronted the burglar and then he had to go have eye surgery and then my son had to go over and help and then my son, he rolled his car five times on the way home. Yeah, I'm under a lot of stress. <laughs> that Instagram caption reminds me of this. April continued, only three people knew I canceled and I offered to pay for any fees I might have cost them. So whoever sent you, please respect me and don't follow me for their dark dealings. <laughs> This is adult <laughs> bullying, and it is a low, dense energy. Oh, my Lord. This is a poor example of what adult females should act like. I seriously feel like I'm on the Golden Bachelor Part 2, and I'm the new Teresa being targeted. Shame on you. She also claimed the other members of Askin blocked her on Instagram, writing in the comments, I've been very sad when they blocked me, so my social media helper did it back. All middle school and beneath what I want to represent to young women it never had to go this way. Susan, Kathy, and Nancy have yet to share their side of the alleged Askin falling out. I hate to see this. I do too. The crew. Crew breaking up. I think they should... Um, the, the turns of phrases she had here. Dark dealings. I'm never going to forget it. I mean, I love how mysterious this is with the, the three people being called out. Sounds like she's doing an active investigation and I would like to be updated. Right. I also think... Either side could do this, create a new Askin with different people with those letters. But like April could get a new S, K, and N, and they could just get a new A. Sure. That's interesting. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Claim it. Who has the trademark of Askin? Like call her daddy all over again. Yeah. She needs to register that trademark <laughs> yeah. right now. She needs to start just pumping out Askin <laughs> merch. Uh, mm -hmm. sell an Askin dark TV show, start an Askin podcast. I think Dark Dealings would be a nice candle. Yeah, Dark Dealings with the new Askin. Mm -hmm. Like kind of a cozy winter scent. Yeah. Anyway, I hope that they all are well. Up next, our Bachelor season 28 crown, Joey Grazia Day, is very confused. While playing a game for the Betches YouTube channel called How Online Are You, the Great Gazer was tasked with guessing the names of famous people and viral memes. When presented with an image of Gypsy Rose Blanchard, Grazi admitted he didn't know who she was, then proceeded to say, it is Ruth, it's Ginsburg or Ginsburg or something like that. Am I wrong? This is triggering for me. <laughs> you, are, you are wrong, Grazi, but we love you anyway. Yeah, he, he mistook Gypsy Rose Blanchard for Ruth Bader Ginsburg. I didn't know who Gypsy Rose was either. But you definitely, in seeing a picture of Gypsy Rose Blanchard, who, who I think is 20-something, she's in her 20s, you would not think it's... I wouldn't say Ruth Bader, <laughs> Bader Ginsburg. Yes. No. Definitely not. <laughs> I, in my head, I was just like, maybe it's the They're three like, names. names. Is that it? I, I don't know how he could have made this... It's the three names and it's the letter G. But I mean, what it clearly illustrates is that he doesn't know who either of these people are. Yeah. Gypsy Rose or Ruth Bader. You got to know at least one. <laughs> yeah. I mean, the, the Ruth Bader Ginsburg one is like, that's a difficult one for me. I can I can see the Gypsy Rose thing. If you're not into yeah. the, like true crime and shit, if you didn't follow that story, it could have missed you. But this is, he's just been surfing and tennis, playing tennis, you know. Yeah. He's just gazing, just staring into the sky. He's just gazing. He's gazing left and right. Like, you got those eyes. You can't waste them looking at the news. In some way, I will say it painted him in a funnier light to me to know that he didn't know who either of these people were and then confused them for one another. <laughs> it made me like him a little more, if I may say. Hmm. He's just like an innocent. He's just a little sweet guy. He doesn't know anything about anything. 
<laughs> At any rate, that wraps up. Sweet baby Joey. <laughs> that wraps up all of our. Don't wake Joey. Bachelor Nation news. Now it's time to uh, move on to that portion of our program where we talk about all of those plays that our favorite players are making off the field on their telephones, on their iPads, on their tablets, on their iPhone touches. Goggles. Yeah, on their Apple Pro headsets. Clues has been showing off some of his technology That's on our real lives. Pro too. <laughs> they all appear to be misfitting glasses. <laughs> we are entering a real glasses era for humanity. <laughs> We're all going to be wearing some kind of fucking glasses within the next three to five years. It's happening. Sorry. Three to five? Yeah. I would do an earring. An earring? Like if it could just be like I have to pierce my ear, I'll do that. But I wouldn't want to wear glasses. You're going to have to. Sorry. The parasocial play, 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 play of the week. The rookies were playing like seasoned vets in the parasocial world this week. Clues, you think you're excited? I was excited about this. The first drone-shaped one-on-one rose recipient, Jen Tran, made a 4TRR slideshow on TikTok of her feelings throughout her one-on-one cemetery drone show surprise. It was very well done. It was very 4TRR. Go check that out. And Jessica Edwards defended sharing her PTC early on with Joey on TikTok. Evelyn Clark made an incredible series of plays this week during her swan song exit bump. She hung a photo in her home framed of her jumping the group date wedding table. She performed a series of athletic feats in her lobster tot from the tennis group date. And then she stunned with a joint play with some heavy hitters posing as Charlie's Angels where Mike Johnson is Charlie and she, Jacinia Cruz, and Johnson's civilian paramour, Sharifa Giami, are the angels. The caption read, as Mike would say, grand rising, uh, laughing, sweating head emoji. Is that what that is? I think so. What's the other one? Sweat emoji, sun emoji. Sun emoji with face inside the emoji. Hashtag bachelor, hashtag morning, hashtag angels, 52.6K views. Lexi also shared a really powerful story about her journey to get an endometriosis diagnosis. She also shared surgery photos via an Instagram reel. The caption reads, part one, my endo journey. I want to open up about my endometriosis journey that I have silently suffered through since middle school. One in 10 women face this illness with many of them not even knowing they have it. I was ultimately diagnosed with endo in early 2019 and had endometriosis surgery April 2019. Sharing these pictures of my story are unbelievably hard for me, but I know I'm not alone in my story, so I hope sharing what I've been through can help others also going through their own endo journeys. It's time to bring more awareness to endometriosis, and I'm here for all the women out there facing endo and all of those still waiting on their diagnosis. Part two coming tomorrow with more on what endometriosis is like and details of my surgery experience. Yellow heart emoji, hashtag endo, hashtag endo warrior, hashtag endometriosis, hashtag endo warriors, hashtag endo warrior, heart emoji, hashtag chronic pain warrior, hashtag invisible illness, hashtag chronic pain awareness, hashtag egg freezing, hashtag women's health, hashtag women's health matters, hashtag bachelor, hashtag the bachelor, hashtag bachelor nation. A lot of hashtags. This was a long video, but I really liked it. And as a fellow pelvic pain sufferer, I really appreciated it and been ignored by doctors. There's my PTC, one of them. (laughs) You have been ignored by doctors? Mm -hmm. I got to say. I mean, go see a doctor. We all need them. Blah, blah, blah. 
But damn, I've had some bad doctor experiences my damn self. I'm only going to Erica from now on. <laughs> Is she? Can she treat us? I mean, she's in pediatrics, so no, but. <laughs> I'm starting to reverse aging. We've talked about this. I'm using skin care products. I look like I'm 10 years old now. Will she be the personal doctor of the pit? <laughs> I think it's kind of like how vets, how a personal, like a, a human and an animal and a vet they probably have some transferable skills. I bet it's like that. Yeah, they can prescribe morphine. Leah Kanan made two outstanding crown level plays this week. First, she called out the Bachelor franchise Instagram account on TikTok for tagging the wrong Asian player in one of their posts on the official Bachelor Instagram account. Leah shared a post by Bachelor Rabbit Hole that said maybe if producers had cast any Asian lead over the past 20 years, they would be able to tell them apart. Then she discusses how representation matters and showed us how much this was important to her. Then she showed us presumably what was deleted from the talent show portion of this week. She duetted with Clayton Eckerd, making a full recreation of the Ultimate Vikings iconic gaucho pants dance with the caption hashtag duet with at Clayton Eckerd. I challenge this man to a dance off fencing emoji hashtag the bachelor. Brilliant. I mean, these are brilliant plays. It was beautiful. Uh, all the next plays, like all could have been parasocial play of the week. Absolutely. Uh, Kelsey Toussaint was in the game as well. She made a transcendent play via TikTok over a still of Toussaint listening to the age Sydney Maria rivalry in the show. The Chiron reads, me? I don't think they know I'm also 31. Should I say something? Also me. Nah. Toussaint says, <laughs> Listen, if there's one thing I know how to do, it's mind my business. Laughing along, the caption reads, I've mastered the art of minding my business. Uh, yoga person emoji? What is that? Per- person doing yoga emoji? Yeah. Yoga. What is that? Lotus pose. Hashtag Bachelor ABC. Hashtag Bachelor Nation. Hashtag Kelsey Bachelor. Hashtag FYP. Hashtag actor. Hashtag actress. 24.6K likes. 190K views. All of these were strong plays but there can only be one winner. Our parasocial play of the week goes to the gorification of Daisy Kent on TikTok. The Christmas tree farmer player posted a slideshow. The first post being an image of Kent waking up under the Chiron POV. You were on the bachelor and wake up to your text every Monday morning. She then posts a series of images of anonymous texts saying, Game day, let's fucking go. The caption reads, so this is hashtag game day, hashtag the bachelor, hashtag bachelor nation, hashtag the bachelor, at the bachelor, at bachelor nation. We are happy to see one of this season's superstar players officially recognize the bachelor as the game of roses. Traders players would be best to recognize it as well. That ain't no shit. I'm already starting to think of something that I can do in traders to kind of secretly identify players that I've coached if they're up for it. Maybe something like a little rose brooch that they just wear, something like that. Three of them have a little green tear tattoo on their face. (laughs) (laughs) I don't don't know if I'd go so far as tattoo. I'll coach you, but you have to get a face tattoo. (laughs) I I don't think I'd be able to coach anybody anymore after that. Okay, uh, <laughs> congratulations to Daisy on this big win. We also have a creature here. Uh, this week, the Parasocial Creature of the Week award goes to 
a little dog named Bane. Sean McLaughlin's adorable French bulldog. McLaughlin posted a short Instagram reel this week with several shots of Bane looking sad that he's leaving the house with some funny audio pointing out the displeasure that all dogs feel when their owners leave them alone. Congrats to Sean and to Bane on this outstanding achievement. Bane is a very cute dog. I highly recommend going to look at this Instagram reel immediately. Oh, I've seen it. It's very good. (laughs) So cute. Well, now we've got one more portion of this week in Bachelor Nation. It is, of course, that portion in which Pace Case and I indulge our full fandom. We indulge the full dark powers of the pit. We allow them to overtake us. And we discuss something that has happened this week in our lives as a result of living in the bottom of the pit. This is Screams from the Pit. My scream this week, my uh, dark dealings, if you will, mm-hmm. is uh, took place in the country. Lion Deck Country. I was in Arizona mm. and I was at a family reunion and someone else planned basically a group date. And you know what we were doing? Something that I didn't know existed outside of The Bachelor. We went axe throwing. You didn't know that existed outside The Bachelor? Where else would I have seen this? I have axe thrown. What? A dozen times, maybe. S- Stop. What? Where? In LA? Yeah. Friends' birthday parties and shit like that seem to be common. There's one in uh, LA on, it's just off Wilshire, um, kind of toward downtown called Moe's House of Axe. Look, no one invited me to Moe's ever. I had never seen it. I'll go axe throwing with you if you want to go. Okay. Yeah. Right. I'm not good. Uh, <laughs> I'm pretty good. Yeah, obviously, you've gone dozens of times. It's like baseball. It's very similar to baseball. You're an axeman secretly. Yeah, see, I played soccer, more of a footsman. You should kick the axes. I, sh- yeah, I should ask if I can use my feet. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, the date, the group date was surreal for me, though, because it was like, I, I literally have only seen it. All I could think about was Hannah Brown the Scottish mm-hmm. Highland Games when they did the axe throwing. It was so many people, so many big people on that date. Popeye, Tyler, Dylan, all throwing axes and having those people yell in their faces. And that's what I thought about. And that's my scream. That's a pretty good scream. Every time I have done axe throwing, I do always think about The Bachelor. <laughs> exactly. It's a bachelor date. Yeah. I mean, it's a bachelor date, but there are also businesses all across our country that are staying in business outside of any association with the bachelor that are just axe throwing. I do think people, there are axe throwing enthusiasts that have no idea that it's in the bachelor. There was a league at the one we were at. Oh, damn. Um, But I also played an IFI right after. Oh. Because we had, I had never ridden on a um, electronic bike mm-hmm. before. And the way there went fine. But on the way back, I, <laughs> I did something really stupid. And I was trying to film a video and I held the left brake, which made me go o- over the <laughs> handlebars, took a big tumble on some rocks. Oh, Jesus. But I was okay. Holy yeah, fuck. I'm totally fine. I'm glad you didn't hurt yourself. You know what would make that easier to do? A GoPro. A pair of meta Ray-Bans. <laughs> no. <laughs> Glasses. Yeah. 
then you just hit a little button on the frame and they take the video for you and it's whatever you're looking at. You know what? I'm sold. Instant. How much are they? Uh, I don't remember. I think those are 350 or 400 or something like that. Oh my God. No. I'm like $20 max for glasses. Oh, I see. I have a thing like that for shoes. 200 bucks max. Max. And that's crazy to me. $200. I could never spend that on shoes. I'm in the, I'm more in the 125 <laughs> to 150 range. Yeah. That seems like a good shoe price. Speaking of articles of clothing. The last time I bought sneakers, I was too scared to ask the price. <laughs> yeah. I tried to buy some John Morant sneakers because he's my favorite basketball player. And uh, I got them online and it just didn't work. Like didn't fit your feet? Didn't fit. Didn't fit. I kept mm. going up in sizes. Didn't fit. Returned them all. Ordered <gasps> them three times. Three oh, different no. sizes. Returned them all. That's... I would have kept the last one just to make me feel better. Hell no. <laughs> My screen this week does involve apparel. Hmm. It involves also something that I have only done two other times. <laughs> okay. Purchased an item from a player. Oh, geez. My first purchase item was a hand-painted <laughs> uh, painting uh, entitled Munica. Painted by Alex mm. Dillon, who was the sloth, of course, the full body taut sloth. You might remember it from our Instagram lives where I would hold the painting and act out Munica's spirit. I do remember that. Um, this was something that I just saw Alex Dillon had posted that she finished the painting. And so I just DM'd her and said, hey, would you be willing to sell that? She was uh, kind enough to do so. And now Munica hangs in my living room and gazes upon me all day. The second item I ever bought was a pair of 30-pound dumbbells during the beginning of the pandemic from Blake <laughs> Ellerby, who <laughs> I, I tried to buy some dumbbells off uh, the internet, 30-pound ones. When they arrived to my house, they were 10 pounds, and I was like, well, this is pointless. What the fuck? Then literally two days later, I'm just scrolling through Instagram, and I see Blake Ellerby, who's a personal trainer in LA now, but was a player, obviously, uh, had gotten in a new shipment of weights and said, hey, these are in my backyard. If anybody wants them, DM'd him immediately. Got my 30-pound weights from Blake Ellerby. Thank you, Blake Ellerby. Then That's beautiful. this week, I made my third purchase. Oh, God. As you may be aware, uh, in our beloved game, Evelyn Clark made a jacket with the 4TRR insignia on it and then described what it was. And we knew from looking through her Instagram that she has a business of this. She makes these denim jackets, mm -hmm. custom to your order, whatever you want on them, little uh, embroidered icons and logos and words. And she puts a big patch on the back of whatever you want. And so I said, I have to have a piece of art made <laughs> by this person, this player who first got 4TR in the game. Oh so I ordered a jacket from her. Was it Munica? The no, design? no, it is not designed. <laughs> I just kind of said like some things that I thought would be cool in there, like PTCs and love levels and uh, 4TRR, 4TWR, all of that. More terms. Yes. I love it. I have no idea what the <gasps> finished product will be, but um, the order's in. Oh my God. I hope it's the right size after your horrible stories of getting the wrong sizes of things. I think Nike is kind of, um, I don't know why, what it is. Nike shoes just never fit me right. Do you have a foot tail? My feet are too strong. Do you have like a tail coming out of your foot? Nope. No, I don't have that. Does anyone? Has anyone in the history of humanity had a foot tail? 
I was just trying to picture what could what could cause that. I'd probably say no. They're just tight. <laughs> They're just like too tight always. That's all. At any rate, let's move on to... <laughs> we have one more scream to get to. If you listen to this program with any regularity, you know that in this very portion of this program, we listen to a scream from someone in the pit. If you want to submit your scream, all you have to do is go to patreon.com slash game of roses, get on our discord and record a one minute or shorter audio clip, upload it into the screams channel. Dark seeker listens to all of them. They haunt her, uh, basically all day, every day. And she gives us the most haunting scream to play here in this segment of our program. We're going to listen to one now from someone named Hey underscore Kelly J. Are you ready? Dear Pace Case and Bachelor Clues, my ring winner and I were just married in December. As I was writing my vows, I was struggling to pen an ending that would be able to hold a candle to one of the many declarations of love we've seen in our beloved game. So I stole what, in my humble opinion, is the best proposal speech to have ever taken place in the history of the sport. I will now play for you the actual recording of these stolen goods being recited at our wedding. I can't picture another day, another moment, without you by my side. And if you'll let me, I'm going to choose you right now. I'm going to choose you tomorrow morning. I'm going to choose you next week and next year. I'm going to choose you forever because I love you. A thousand times, I love you. And so now I turn it to you, Pace Case, Bachelor Clues, and all my fellow pit dwellers. Which single game ring winner's proposal speech was this? I'll give you a hint. It took place in the same city where we and golden god Gary Turner and Teresa Nist were wed. Praise be our beloved game. This is a great scream. Putting it back to us, I don't know. It's very familiar. It took place in the same city that- La Quinta? Yeah, so Palm Springs. Who would that have been? I don't know. Was Trista's final rose there? I know their wedding was, but I don't know if the final rose was. I don't know. This is a deep scream. In Palm Springs. Yeah. Whose season was in Palm Springs? Was that at La Quinta? Do you think her ring winner knew that it was a stolen speech? I don't know. Maybe they knew it was like a tribute. I really don't know who this was. The a thousand times yes. I'm going to try tearing fairy tales to shreds on Jake. Is this Googleable? I'm going to see if I can Google this. Bachelor. What do I even write in? Bachelor proposal speech a thousand <laughs> good luck just do the quote do the quote i i'm gonna choose you next week no i'm gonna choose you tomorrow morning i'm gonna choose you next week and next year i want to say it's sean Lowe. i don't know oh yeah it was it was um season 16 it was the la quinta season season 16 claire crawley and Cla oh it was it was claire crawley and Dale Moss? No. The second oh. Bachelorette that season. Tasha Adams? It was Tasha and Zach Clark. That, oh, and Zach Clark. Oh, mm -hmm. It's a good speech. Wow. Beautiful and brilliant. And uh, I'm glad that I was able to find that on Google because it would have fucking haunted me for the rest of my life. But congratulations on this incredible scream to hey underscore Kelly J. And congratulations on Wedded Bliss. We hope that it lasts a lifetime. Yeah. Sounds like your partner has a great sense of humor. Indeed. But once again, thank you to everybody who has joined us on this day for this week in Bachelor Nation. We have to remind you, next week, no twibbin. 
Next week, no twibbing. Instead, we are going to have back-to-back recaps of Monday night's game coming out on Tuesday and Tuesday night's game coming out on Wednesday. Then we're going to take uh, Thursday off. So we will have probably updates on all the TikTok and all that kind of stuff the following week once it gets back to a regular schedule. But uh, thanks again to everybody who joined us for this one. And before we go, Pace Case, as always, what is that Dwabat? It's been 7,989 days without an Asian bachelor. Praise be Dark Lord Palmer. Please rate this podcast. Please review this podcast. Please get a friend to listen to us. And then please rate this podcast. Please review this podcast. Please get a friend to listen to us. And then please rate this podcast. Please review this podcast. Please get a friend to listen to us. And then. If you are a wine lover like myself and you got to have it for your bachelor reviewing parties, I'm going to let you in on a little secret. I found the personalized, the most personalized wine club that has amazing wines and exclusive perks called First Leaf. As a First Leaf member, you get to try new wines and I'm guaranteed to enjoy them because they got to know my unique preferences. I answered a few questions on their website, this quiz about the flavors you like, how often you drink wine, Monday nights, if you prefer red, white, or rosé. And based on these, it gives you this amazing selection of wines tailored just for you. And when you rate those wines, it gets even more tailored, a la, you know, uh, Netflix. Just play into the algorithm. My algorithm got me both rosé and white wine, Mm. my favorites, and they were so delicious, and I've gotten to enjoy them with many of my my friends. Look, being part of the First Leaf Wine Club also has perks. As a member, you get access to their incredibly helpful wine concierge. So if you want uh, wine pairing advice or you want to talk about the wines in your box, you can always talk to one of their experts. Plus... You get member-exclusive pricing What's in the box? on every order. Join the club today and discover new wines you'll love with First Leaf. Go to tryfirstleaf.com slash roses to get your first box. That's T-R-Y-F-I-R-S-T-L-E-A-F dot com slash roses. Tryfirstleaf.com slash roses. Creams and serums are made of 70% water, 15% preservatives and emulsifiers, leaving only around 15% for the active ingredients that your skin needs. But luckily now, there's fiber skincare. 15 years ago, the scientists behind fiber skincare started working on nanofibers, which are 500 times smaller than human hair. You know, I, I saw that in... Um three-body problem. Mm. One year ago, they patented a way of wrapping the nanofiber around oil or liquid-based ingredients. This means they can deliver five times the active ingredients compared to creams or serums as there is no need for water, preservatives, or emulsifiers. The first formulation made with this technology is plant-based, anti-wrinkle. It's a set of patches that you use over a series of seven days. You just put these on whenever you would apply your serums and your skin is going to feel tighter in 10 seconds. 
And over the seven-day oh. program, it has been clinically proven to reduce wrinkles by, get this, 19.4%, a very precise percentage. In fact, mm. they have a tighter skin guarantee. If your skin isn't tighter in seven days, they're going to give you your money back, no questions asked. You get the tighter skin guarantee with this seven-day routine. Tighter skin or your money back. Get a 15% discount code by using the discount code GAME. That's fiber skincare. Sweaters, candles, the dreaded bathrobe. Unfortunately, Mother's Day gifts can be a little predictable and boring. That's why an Aura Frame is the perfect gift to mix things up this year. It was named the best digital photo frame by Wirecutter. Aura Frames are guaranteed to bring joy to moms of all ages. My mom loves hers. I'm throwing pictures of Skabooli and our cat up there. She's laughing. She's texting me. He's so cute. I wish I could meet him. It's the next best thing to to meeting my cat, really. You know, I love that it was so easy to set it up. I've recently learned I'm not good at uh, building things, and I need an easy install. And this only takes about two minutes to set up the frame using the Aura app. Aura frames are Wi-Fi connected, come with unlimited storage, so you can share as many photos as you want from your phone to your mom's frame. She'll be grateful it's not another sweater, and she'll love the frame to see more of you. And right now, Aura has a great deal for Mother's Day. Listeners can save on the perfect gift by visiting AuraFrames.com to get $30 off, plus free shipping on their best-selling frame. That's A-U-R-A, Frames.com. Use code ROSES at checkout to save. Terms and conditions apply. 